We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick, let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. My family uses DoorDash all the time because it connects us to our favorite restaurants without us having to drive. Last night, we got some Indian food for my wife, some gumbo for me, and sushi for the kids. And everyone was happy, and we didn't have to do the dishes. The process of ordering was quick and easy, and I love DoorDash for real. So I was so happy to do this for them because I'm a customer, because I know DoorDash is your door to more. Must be over 21 to order alcohol. Alcohol available only in select markets. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. I want to talk about your MC styles, but I know it's hard to talk about yourself sometimes. So I want to hear each of like each of you describe the other one MC style, right? Because you know each other best. So Sheik, if you were going to describe Kiss's style, I'd say all of them. What would you? Kiss, Kiss, like, what would Kiss you like, say? Kiss okay, like, like the, yeah. the, he got like all the joints in him as one. Like like you know what I'm saying he can talk to the, the chicks, uh, comedy in his flow. Like you know what I mean? Um, hardcore shit styles. You getting that that knowledge and that Grammy, like you know what I'm saying? He gonna he gonna he gonna, you gonna get like some some black power, some I'll kill you, but some some like you know what I mean? Like all of all that right there with both with him. And Kiss, what about talk, talk about them? Lucha's gonna give you that energy with that wittiness. He's gonna he's like our red man, our ghost face, our Billy dance. But it's gonna be some slick talk in there with some. Some jewels and some money talk. You know what I mean? And what about Styles? Styles um, gonna give you jewels. He gonna give you a backpack that got the forty-eight laws of power in it, and it got yeah. a nine in it with yeah. some fruit in it. <laughs> with some fruit. You know what I mean? He can flip on. He go gangster. Nah, <laughs> right and roll. Right, right. hell he yeah, hell yeah. Backpack, backpack right. got a mean booking. Yeah, a mean, some mean fruit. With a nine and some fruit in a right. nine. Right. <laughs> Um, for for me, um, loot, electric energy, wittiness, big, but controlled. Like you know, he has a very big presence, but it comes off very slick, very controlled, but very electrifying, very energetic. It's sarcasm too. <laughs> and, and, um, Kiss is more like a, his style is like a it's right in your face. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like he, he's dribbling the ball in your face, then you reach for it, but you can't grab it. He's like all over the place, but it's slick. So it's very yeah. complex. He says something very complex, but in a very understandable way. You know what I mean? They both very well rounded on all aspects of um, using the angles. So it's pretty dope. The locks have been brothers for over 20 years and they're still together. And I've been a fan of theirs since they were called D block rocking with Puff Daddy back in the day. I was excited to talk to them, been looking forward to this for a long time. We talk music, heartbreak that they've gone through, side ventures into healthy eating, and why these three brothers never broke up and still love each other and rock with each other like family after all this time. All right, let's do it. It's The Locks on Torre Show. 
I mean, it's it's 25 years yeah. of this locks shit. I, I'm curious about the relationship and like how it works. Cause I know in a brotherhood, everybody's roles are not equal. Somebody's gonna be the peacemaker, somebody's gonna be the one who kind of like starts trouble, somebody else is the one who kind of like, you know, brings everybody back together. You know, somebody's gonna be the one who's like, yo, we haven't seen each other in a minute. Like, let's Nah, so, see, nah, nah, see that, that's the big, big misconception. Yeah. One is the voice of reason and one is that, nah, we really see each other every day. We own the same studio together. Um, we talk on the phone, all above. Like I see their kids, you know, everything, all that. So we're way, way closer than like just coming yeah. to put the project together. I mean, is somebody, as, is there somebody as far as the- that, that would, the question you answered, to answer your question, that would be, depend on all what the subject matter is and who it is. We, there's no specific role for for anyone. Like, you know what I mean? Any Anybody will play any role at any given time. It's just, you know, what what calls for, what's the topic, what's the subject matter. And um, pretty much we, you know, pretty much go about it like that. How do you, how do you kind of decide what order you will go on the song? Uh, it depends. Like, say, I could be, I might have this idea. It depends who got the track first, long story short. And then you, you bring that idea to the table to them, like, yo, check this shit out. This is how the hook go. And yeah. then I'll say this, and then, you know, they feed off of that, and it goes from there. Yeah. So you kind of originated it, so you would end up going first, you would end up going last, or? Well, it, it depends, because sometimes he's originated, and then the hook, like Testify was Luch picking the beat, making the hook, and then I just happened to go first. Cause I heard him doing the hook and the beat, but there's no real method to the madness. Really, it's kind of a, a feeling thing. Like the answer to your question is, is more so of a feeling and emotion of like he may be done first, I may be done first. Yeah, he may have had the idea, laid the hook. He may have laid the verse. Then I may come do the hook on the verse yeah. he did. So it's no real method to the madness. It's just getting in. And everybody go off the feeling of of the music that we're making. Do you and yo and yo and keep in mind, be, like we all got the same studio, right? So I'm I'm in my I'm in my room over there, and I'm hearing what he got going on. I may walk over there, like yo, what the fuck is that? I need to get on that. You know what I mean? And then sometimes it comes together like that. Yeah. Do you critique each other's rhymes, like yo? I think you you could be hotter, or do you hear each other and say yo? He's yeah. coming like that. I need to switch Hell up. Hell yeah, for me, I, I'll be like not really for sure. Saying, I I know I got it. When I hear Styles and Kiss, I gotta I gotta step it up. I gotta get on my my grind. So that's, we, we, you know, we always say, like, we against each other in there, so to say, but against the world. Like, we go against each other in the studio, but we all against the world. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how, uh, you know. So you might say to each other. Nah, that hook has got to, we got to switch that hook. That, yeah, that for sure. Last, yeah, absolutely. And and everybody's able to accept it and brother, like, yo, that line could be harder. That line, you like, this verse is hot. Until that yeah, line, you, not only do you accept it, you appreciate it, bro. Hell yeah! You don't just accept it; you appreciate that. He can tell me and stuff in life that, yo, what the fuck you doing, Luch? She you bugging, and we accept that shit as well. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how is it just as three men that this uh, friendship has maintained through twenty five years? Because you know, there's always ups and downs with anything so how is it how's it how, i mean 25 years is a long time <laughs> i think people should start asking why isn't that the norm like sure. it shouldn't be hey. that should be that should be the question instead of 
kind of it's just being who we are. Like we just right. being ourselves and that's part of what comes along with us being ourselves. Right. You should why ask other people who don't have it why why isn't it that way? Should be the question, not why is it? That mean the other way should be common. You, I don't think backstabbing should be common. Like you know, Yo, what I mean? P, they they so the world is so used to all these groups breaking up and yeah, not yeah. themselves, and they only got one member left and all that. So you know, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Well, rock and roll groups break up a lot more. Hip hop groups tend to not break up so much, right? Like, no, nah, I disagree. Disagree with you on that, my brother. Almost every group up? in the world. What you tell me? Which group didn't break up? Almost. Well, I'm thinking about. Let's see. I'm thinking about you know EPMD. They still rock broke together. Up. They broke they up. They broke up. Yeah. When did they break no, up? No, now they're cool, but they broke up. Yeah, they, they broke, broke up before, brother. Yeah. De La Soul still together. That's true. Um, Tribe broke up, but I think about, um, I mean, who else? I mean, NWA had their problems, but, yeah. uh, I mean, the Wu Tang. No buts. Yeah, just yeah. keep going, keep going. See, all of them still they together. Keep going. They did too. Um, trying to think about who else is a hot group. I mean, Public Enemy, you name it, bro. They public all enemy. went, they all the, went the through it. Public Enemy about to release another album. Everybody's no, now, no, it. they now, but I'm saying they have, we never had none of that dumb shit. Right, right, right. right. Kiss, welcome, what's really good? What's up, brother? How you doing? How are you? Nice to see you again. Likewise. I was, we were just talking about emceeing and stuff. I'm just curious about how you guys write you write pen and paper, you write into your phone, you write on the mic as you're listening to the beat. How do you how do you come it up? How do you come up with it? Well, me, I use, I use the paper. Yeah, I use the paper and I write it down all day long, throw it away, write a new one, all that. Yeah. So you have a book full of rhymes? Yeah, I got uh, pages of them. I, I throw them. I started throwing them away now. But um for the most part, yeah. Yeah. So so you write it before you hear the beat? No, no, not at all. No. Nah. I sit there with it and just write down my thoughts as I'm going for like, you know, it may take me an hour to get my verse or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. Or faster. Kiss, what about you? Sometimes in the phone, sometimes off the head. I mean, not off the head, but just logging it in my brain. Sheik, how do you write? Styles? Styles. Styles, how do you write? No, right. I don't write. with that shit. I never I seen it with a pen and pad. I don't oh. write, but mine is not really how my brother's giving me credit and all of that. It's not really. I, I, I have an offbeat, onbeat flow, always did since I was younger, and I was always on the move. So it was just easier for me to not write than actually write. I really wish I could write. I probably would have more work done, but um, <laughs> I am writing, but just without the pen and pad. I'm, I pretty much do what a person would do with an essay is just kind of memorize it. So, so I just you, memorized my own essay. Nah, that so shit just, is crazy, though. Yo, I'll swear he's on the couch. I'll swear he's on the couch sleeping, right? But he's not. He'll wake up with his whole fucking song ready to record. I'm like, oh, shit. You was going over your shit in your head? <laughs> crazy. That's how you do it? Just in your head? Just kind of zoning out? Pretty much. Up. We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick... Let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. 
My family uses DoorDash all the time because it connects us to our favorite restaurants without us having to drive. Last night, we got some Indian food for my wife, some gumbo for me, and sushi for the kids. And everyone was happy, and we didn't have to do the dishes. The process of ordering was quick and easy, and I love DoorDash for real. So I was so happy to do this for them because I'm a customer, because I know DoorDash is your door to more. Must be over 21 to order alcohol. Alcohol available only in select markets. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. One of the people who helped inspire me to want to be in broadcasting is Oprah Winfrey. She's an inspiration for so many of us, but her daytime talk show was so incredible. And it told me that you could be black and authentic and real on TV. And that made me want to do it, too. Black Stories, Black Truths is NPR's new collection that's a celebration of blackness. Each of NPR's black voices are as direct, varied, distinct and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how to create world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Black perspectives that haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story, but now they are the story. On NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, as nuanced, and as Black as we are. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Influencer. It's a word that gets tossed around a lot these days. There is a woman who went the distance, who broke ground as the first true influencer by living a remarkable life. Her name, Elizabeth Taylor. I'm Katy Perry. This is the story of the original influencer. This is Elizabeth the First. Elizabeth the First, the podcast, wherever you listen. That's incredible. That's incredible. I want to hear about why you love emceeing because you clearly do. You've been doing it since you guys were like 12, right? So yeah. what do you, yeah. what do you love about this craft? Um, I would say for one that like, as I, as we started to blow up the fans, I know it sounds generic, but the fans really fuel everything when they appreciate sure. that line, that, that, that work you just did is like, Oh man, I got to give them more. You want, you want to keep feeding them. Um, but, you know, it started from the MCs, the Cool G raps and all that, bro. Yeah, for me, it's hearing some, hearing something that the minute I hear it, it makes me want to go to the studio, whether it's something from my two brothers, Nas, old, big, something old, uh, some of these new cats. You know what I mean? Certain things that just fuel me and make me just want to keep creating. And as well... The fans, Lucha already said that. Of right. course, the fans, if somebody comes up to you and tell you you made a song that made them get through a 10, 12-year jail sentence or yep. 
There's a single mother that came up to me a few months back before COVID when I was shooting for something for the Knicks in Harlem. She had like three or four daughters and they came up. She was crying and she was telling them, oh, this is the guy who made that song. That So stuff like that, you know, just makes you want to keep going. Real I mean, when somebody tells you that your music helped them get through something, that's got to be an incredible feeling. Absolutely. Definitely. And one of the most, better than getting a big check most times. Most times. (laughs) (laughs) I keep it real. Styles, what about you? What do you love about MC? Combination of what they just both told you and um, being able to make something from nothing, really. Like the process of just having a thought, hearing the beat, and then later it, for for a beat, a song that a fan could appreciate, you know, is pretty much an amazing kind of thing, especially when people really feel it or, um, you know, you touch them in a way. So that's pretty, that's really, really dope. I mean, it's been like 20 years since y'all were first really blowing up. How have you developed and gotten better as MCs over that time? How are you different as an MC now than you were when you were first blowing up? I think for one, we own a studio together. So, and we're always in there from Monday through Friday, unless we're doing shows on the weekend when the world was open. So, for one, basketball players become gym rats. Those become the best players in the league. For artists and producers, the more you stay in the studio and the more you do it, the better you get at it. We've been doing it for 20-plus years, the same routine, unless we're on tour. That's just some type of family vacation or something with our kids or something, or emergency. We just in the studio, whether we doing features, songs for ourselves, songs for somebody, freestyles. Just the repetitiveness is built in repetitiveness where you're getting better with time because you keep doing this. It's like a bike riders that wheelie. When you I mean, keep doing it for years, you become, you know, you go from a BMX, now you're on a, 400 cc <laughs> Kawasaki doing blocks for riding from Yonkers to Harlem on one wheel. So, you know what I mean? I mean the he, more you do it, the better you get at it. He talks about the sports analogy, Sheik. Like, like think about like when Jordan was was younger, he was mm-hmm. always driving to the basket, right? And he gets older. Yeah. He then when he out. got the turnaround, yeah, the turnaround, it right. seemed like he starts scoring easier when he got right. the turnaround opposed right. to them dunks. So it just feels the same way with this for me. Well, what it, what is that for for you as an MC? You know what I mean? Like how 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 does that play out for you? To make it easier for us? Well, just just to develop as a grown man MC, like like you know, like I said, yeah, like yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah. changed as he became um, we, grown we started spilling, If you hear our lyrics now, we started spilling like life stuff, like talking about our kids and our lyrics and all that, man. Um, you know. One of the easier things for me was not writing these long-ass verses. Now you can write, like, 12 bars and then back to the hook. You know, so it kind of got easier as far as that point. You know what I mean? Before it was long 16s and 38 bars and 24s. Now you can kind of, like, you know, these people don't want to hear you all day long. Certain records, but not all the time. I love, I I like the intensity of the longer verses, right? No, that's because that's where we come from. Yeah, Yeah, you're from that same era. Yeah. But but then when they changed the... You know, when the social, when the digital wave came to the music industry, they, they needed more projects faster. So we call it microwave music. You know what I mean? Where if you can give them 
a million projects in a year. They take them opposed to before where for you to get a Locks album or Nas album or Big album or J album, it took a period of time because they were stove. They were made on top of the stove and properly seasoned and properly simmered and sauteed where now the climate is music. You know, the people, the time span is fickle and the listener, this, the listening span is shorter. So they, they want more music and faster. So that's taking yeah. away the substance and the quality of it. Just like sending one email to a hundred people and then by the last person who get it is not going to be the same texture. And that's, right. that's what's really happening with music. Funky Four plus one more hat. A 15-minute song, dog. Run DMC and them had like, yo, they had like, I listened to Tim Chase the other day, bro. They had a third. You could drive all the way to Jersey off Rockbox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. But it sounds like you're also talking about the amount of time that the artist has to work on the record. Somewhat. And, the, and you had more time back in the day. Yeah, yeah. No, you got as much time as you want. That much you, time you, as you yeah. want. You got as much time as you want. You can't have people forcing you into a box of what you want to do, but it, just to fit into the thing, you know, if you want to fit in with the algorithm of what's happening today, mm -hmm. you study the format of what's happening because you understand, although us is, or for of us gentlemen are older and like older hip hops, the younger people and how the radio works, the song is on for two minutes and 30 seconds, if yeah. that. So with that being yeah. said, you don't want to shortchange yourself as a business person. So you want to make your songs formatted right. Like, you know what I mean? As well as putting out projects because yeah, you got to keep putting them out because that's the algorithm of today. Yeah, I feel I feel like in general, versus what we knew, the industry's kind of falling apart. Like there's mm -hmm. still great artists, but there's the label system seems to be infrastructure is gone. Yeah, definitely gone. I no agree with that a million. That. I, I agree with that a million percent. Is that better for you as artists? It's, it's cool though. with us because we already seasoned. But the new dudes that have potential to have upside that the artists, I mean, the labels not caring to spend that time with them, they're missing out on the opportunity of being the next who knows just because yeah. the way the music is going, they needed to move in an assembly line form. You know what I mean? And they just want, they're looking for that next hit and fast mm -hmm. and then get out of here and we're looking for the next one. We had a chance to be able to make careers when we came in the game with, with you know, if they seen upside that you get development and you was Absolutely. able to blossom yeah. into, you know, the artist yeah. you wanted to be opposed to let's go. And I mean, let's go right now. Yeah. Let's go right now. Next week, we're going to have a new roster. I'm curious to hear each of you talk about your top five all time. MCs? Yeah, because everybody want to hear you know, oh. what each of us, our list is. And like, you know, you guys are got serious ears with the game. I want to hear what your list is. I don't know. I can't really say. Mine's, mine's changed, you know. Mine's are definitely, my whole five is like, four of them is, three of them is, uh, you know, besides the locks, three of them is like the, uh, some of the greats, like Rakim and, and Kooji Rap and Big yeah. Daddy King. You get what I'm saying? Then I got to add Chuck D, but then how can I leave out Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But That's then, a religious, you know, this is like a religious conversation. For one, there's more than yeah. five greats. Right. Because there's two round Mount Rushmore's. So it's going to be, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a never ending question. Absolutely. Yeah. Because well, who, if you study. Well, 
If you needed 10, who would you throw up there? You couldn't because time changed so much. Like Lou said, you got to throw, you got to throw definitely Kane, Rockham, Kooji, Rap, KRS. That's off top. Then yep. you got to throw Nas, Big Hove. Yeah. Then you got to throw us. Then you could be done with the list right there. And that'd be disrespectful <laughs> to so many other exactly. people. You know what I mean? You have a public enemy. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, you know what I'm so saying? Much Southern rap, music. Scarface. It's, it's crazy, dog. Yeah. And music. And that, I think that's a, that, have, that has become a big problem in music. It's like a cool thing to do, but people get emotional when you don't agree with them. And mm-hmm. then we know, like, Tribe is one of the greatest groups. NWA Fact. is one of the greatest. Fact. You know, to me, Buckshot is one of the greatest. Um, Ultra Magnetic. There's so many, too. Lauren. Like, you know, uh, Queen Latifah. MC Light. Like, there's so many people. Yeah. When you take up 10, you're going, you you know, Cypress. You're going to crap on everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah. And everybody's music is, music is art, man. And I think we put ourselves in a box with that a lot. That should be, that conversation be should, kept, should be kept for inner circles. Amongst friends. Like, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful art, man. Or it shouldn't be taken so seriously for those that don't make the list. Or the list shouldn't be. That's one man's opinion. That's that's my opinion. Kiss the style's opinion. Yeah, yeah, you know. I guarantee you ask ask T.I. that, he gonna give you a whole different list. Of course. Of course. You ask Outkast and they gonna give you a way different list than my New York list. Every individual is going to give a different list. That's why the question is a crazy question. It's an opinion. It's the beauty of hip hop that we love to argue about that top five with singers. R&B doesn't really do that, but hip hop, we want to like know like who's your top five, and you know, I mean, people can have different lists. But are you saying if you didn't say a certain name right now, at some point in the future, you might see somebody, they might get their feelings hurt. Like, how come you didn't say me? Like. Is, is that no, like a- I don't care about their feelings. I care about my own feelings on not paying homage to someone I should have, should have. Like, that's not an emotional thing. I don't think most rappers even care about that. But it's right. more so for myself, of a student of the game, I don't want to put myself in that box, you know, any further. I always will stick with the forefathers like Luch told you. Right. And that that's that's a, that's a safe way to play it. Without, without, without naming names, because that's obviously, you know, touchy ground but just what's the difference between a good mc and a great mc me a great mc can do it all you know what i mean he can get on an r&b song and give you that same feeling he give you off a freestyle he can get on a song with anybody and hold his weight he can create something that make you wish you created it he can go on for years and change with the times without really changing, but, you know, just morphing with what he does. It's not sounding dated. You know what I mean? That's and a great, absolutely. And a great MC also can, can, can rock the mic in the studio, all above, get on stuff, but and also rock that stage. stage. He's an entertainer. as Busta Rhymes. To me, he's like one of the illest, like, you know what I'm saying? In the booth and get on that stage and just go nuts. And split and- star. Absolutely, brother. What about what you what? think? What about styles? What do you think about his styles? I think a great MC is a person that gives you that feeling of what my brothers all just mentioned. And when you when you see him or you hear him or her, you think about what they say. You, you know, you think about how they rock the mic. You think about how they rock the stage. You know, you think about how they create their tracks. You think about the the feelings the tracks gave you when you heard them. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? When you, where you the, was at a great MC could stand, yeah, where you was at 
it stands the test that he stands, he or she stands the test of time and makes timeless music. That's a great MC. What's the difference? I mean, is it a big difference rocking the stage from rocking the studio? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. By far. What's the difference? It's a huge difference. <laughs> for one, for one, you got to, Puff always used to tell, tell us, you got to try to sound like the record. The closer mm. you can sound like the record on stage, the better the fans will receive it. Then you got to be able to move. You got to be able to move. You got to be able to have call and response. You got to be able to know what playlist, you know what I mean, what song should come after which. And, you know what I mean, sometimes you got to talk to them. You got to know if it's a crowd that you can talk to. You got to know, you got to know what kind of crowd you're dealing with. And then you got to interact with them and, and, and make them, because you go off the energy they give you. Yep. So if you don't, if you're not making them give you that energy, they not making you give them that energy, and the show can go all wrong. Sometimes exactly. you forget something. I have with this DJ got to be your DJ got to be go. on point with you. you I was gonna say that you connected with DJ is the, everything. The, plug, yep. the sound, the sound might go out. You gotta have a or, DJ that know how to scratch in case the computer go out. You gotta yep. have a freestyle on deck in case. All of the power goes up. Yeah. There's so many things that come with it. Whereas in the studio, you can play back, you can punch in. There's a lot of you can be saved by a good studio and a good engineer. You know what I mean? So you also have to learn how to record and breath control and you know do things of that nature. But that stage is a different animal after you thought you spent so much time creating that verse and putting Word. a beautiful song together, actually displaying it live. Is a whole nother animal. Facts. I mean, Cheek, you kind of have to yell a little bit more on stage, right? You have to strain a little bit more in the studio. You you're using your yeah. vocal cords differently. Yeah, you got to project. You got to project when you. You got to project. Yep. But in the studio, you don't. So you can just talk, and you can. The engineer is going to take it to the level that's needed to be when you get to mixing and mastering. You know, so that makes it hard to match what you did in the studio when you have to kind of. Yeah, 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 more. yeah. Because you got to get out there and project, and hopefully the mics are right. You know, it's a whole lot that goes on. You got, you got to love your uh, sound, man. Yeah. Rehearsal mean, is important. Rehearsal is very important for any type of stage performance. From a hole in a wall to a big arena, you must rehearse. That's the fact. Yo, when you guys were first blowing up, there was a lot of heat in New York City. A lot of MCs. And it seems like there's some hot MCs in New York right now, out of New York right now, but there's less. And I never thought that that would happen because New York is the birthplace and New York is so culturally hot for hip hop. Why do you think there's fewer hot MCs coming out of New York now than there were 20 or 30 years ago? Hmm. The youth don't see the success in, in, success in MCs nowadays. The artists and, I mean, the labels ain't, producing out a bunch of MCs. The radio program ain't paying a bunch of MCs. So what does that give a kid at home hope for? If he's trying to get on, he's going to make, he's going to start listening to what he's hearing on the radio and trying to make something sound like that. So yeah, that is the that. big difference. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true, Styles. And make up a dance with yeah. it. And, you know, they got, you know, yeah. a routine now. So they thinking of all kinds of, they Look thinking of all kinds of things. To. The top yeah. of the day so when it's we like, was coming up, he was hearing Chris. He was hearing Rakim, LL, Redman, Big, this, that. That gave you a different type of motivation to write to. Now, yeah. everybody feel like they can go in the... If they get a nice amount of studio time, all these yeah. kids feel like they can make this stuff that they hear. 
Yeah, hey, hey, no biting. You couldn't bite back then. Yeah, you couldn't sound bite. like another man, you know? Biting was forbidden in our era, and now it's, it's accepted very well. Everybody now sound we, the same. Now yeah, biting yeah. is a, is accepted? Yeah, bro. Biting, you, so you, that guy sound like him. Everybody sound the same. You don't hear a bunch of artists that sound alike? I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, I, I know there was definitely a lot of records, a lot of rhymes about, like, don't bite, don't bite. Um... I mean, I guess, I guess I see less, less, I mean, I guess I would see less creativity in general. Yeah. In general. Um, I want to talk about your businesses a little bit. Um, Cause you guys are doing the juice bar still. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about Juices that. For life. Tell me about that. What are you, what are you doing and why, why do I need to get a juice? You need because you need fruits and veggies in your life and you got kids or you got families. You just want to have some balance of putting some good in your body as well as, you know, everything else you put in your body. Your body's your machine. You only get one. It's your temple. You at least want to treat it right and give it some nutrients. Like, you know what I mean? So um, veggies and fruits are very important, you know, as well as water. You and need most water, people fruits, veggies, sunlight and prayer, bro. Mm. And if you grew up where most rappers grew up from, you go to eat is a food desert. It's usually right. your choices is a liquor store, a Chinese store, a pizza shop, check cash in place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you know what I mean. We figured we if we put some health awareness in our neighborhoods and start with one person at a time. Even if you don't go in the juice bar, you buy your own juicer, get your own fruits, yeah. get your own sea moss, get your own things coconut water and make your own juice at home at least we at least we at least as a start to spread the word on putting some life into your body instead of just going to get four wings and fried rice and yeah. romaine and all the stuff we grew up off with no choices you know what i mean i remember once um after freddie gray died i was in baltimore for a week in the hood just talking to people about what was going on with them and at one point i asked somebody yo where do you go to get fresh fruit and she was like, well, if you take this bus to that bus, then you could go <laughs> over there. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think wow. a lot of people don't know that. Like, on me as a, like, when I travel, I always go to Happy Cow. You'd be surprised how many inner cities you can't find something healthy to eat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing healthy. You get in the inner city, hit it. Like, let me see if I can get a salad around here, healthy juice. It, that's a lot missing. And that's not, that's not, that's on purpose. That's not, just mm. the mishap and it's mainly where we at, where brown folk, where brown mm. folk is. So it, when you see that, it gets discouraging. The more you learn, the more you feel like you have to fight and keep fighting. And, you know, because you don't want to just tap out and feel discouraged and just quit on people. So kind of makes it my job to personally, you know, just pr push, push the culture as far as that's what our parents and grandparents did anyway. And that's kind of been lost. Over the years, like, you know, it was eat an apple a day, make sure you eat the veggies on your plate or you can't get up from the table. You know what I mean? That's kind of been lost with um, how fast food is taking over and how fast food is taking over. A lot of diseases have come about in our community. So we just trying to ward it off and fight it off to the best of our ability. I mean, kids, if everybody in a given community is eating bad, that contributes to the depression, the violence, the aggression that you see in that community. Makes sense. That's facts. Yeah. That's why have you ever been in any of our juice bars, you see gang members, police officers, strippers, firemen, everybody come in there, they trying to they trying to get a better eating habit 
or do something healthy for at least one of course meal of the day and there is no arguments, there's no it's no fights, there's no, you know what I mean? It's all love. Our slogan is actually love is love. So you write about that. When you're putting that type of stuff in your body, it's controlling your attitude, your anger, and all type of stuff is going wrong when you ain't when you ain't eating right. So let me ask you though, this this yo, this the what's name? Like, so you think cause like the food, um, they putting more stuff in it now, more bullshit. Cause I got grandparents and everybody, they've been eating pig feet. Definitely. They grew it's it. Looch. They, grew it. And, they grew yeah. it. They grew it. All that shit was fresh. Even though it was pork yeah. and all, it was all fresh. That's why yeah. all, they all lived. They ate pork and all that, but they ate much vegetables. They ate fruits galore and they ate vegetables and okra and all that. Everything. Now it's more bullshit in the food. Hormones, hormones, processing, things they could put in it that the government allows them to put in it without telling you. So we're just in a whole different time, a different age. Mass, mass production. Gotcha. So, like, you you know what I mean? It's different. It's like when you go to Jamaica or you go to the island. Like, notice when you go on the island or we go vacay. You see the mm -hmm. chicken in the yard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Eating the chicken in the mm -hmm. yard. And that chicken ain't no dog-sized chicken. It's a regular-looking chicken. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And right. then they, they didn't eat it in abundance like that. Like, you know what I mean? All they right. wasn't right. having blown-up chicken 88 times out of the week. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. That's where the problem lies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's that's where all the occurs is the shit they putting in the food mm. I, I want to talk about i want to talk about real estate but before we get to that um just when the three of y'all were talking it really it really came for me like the three of you have very different sounding voices and different things that you're able to do with your voices and mm. just putting together like three different sounds and three different ways of talking it's just really sonically interesting. So the three of y'all will hit the ear in different ways. Right. Um, and I hadn't fully realized that until just the three of y'all were talking at the same time, <laughs> but I could still tell who's talking because, you know, Kiss is coming from one part and Sheik yeah. is more smoother and styles sound different. And like, talk about that, like how the sound of your voices make what this group is really all about. Um, this all right there. You just name all chemistry though, bro. Whether whether we're in the same studio or not, it's all chemistry. You know what I mean? That's 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 basically what I could describe it. Yeah. That's the best way to think. I mean, you you match. Yeah. It's, it's being on all on on What does eating healthy mean to you? Whatever your eating goals, Thrive Market is the best place to get all your groceries and household essentials. And getting Thrive shipped to your door is like having a great supermarket right outside your house. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and ethical sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free essentials, Thrive Market's got it and their site lets you curate your shopping experience quickly. And as a Thrive member, I save on every order, usually about 30%, which of course I love. And when you join, you help a family in need with the membership matching program. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a $60 gift for free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E Market dot com slash Thrive Market dot com slash
On March 16, 2000, two sheriff's deputies were shot in Atlanta. Jamil Alamin, a Muslim leader and former black power activist, was convicted. But the evidence was shaky, and the whole truth didn't come out during the trial. My name is Mosi Secret, and when I started investigating this case in my hometown, I uncovered a dark truth about America. From Tinderfoot TV, Campside Media, and iHeart Podcasts, Radical is available now. Listen to the new podcast, Radical, for free on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On the same vibration or the same accord, especially sonically, when you locked in and you you in tune, like you know what I'm saying. I'm uh, like, I, there's many times, like I say, I'm really my energy is off a of hand one of the verses. I may not have had that energy at all. So I don't scientifically maybe that does some shit. Who the hell knows? I just I go with more like Lou says, chemistry, energy, uh, and the vibration you feel when you you know when you do what you do. Um, so tell me about real estate. How are you, uh, how are you approaching the game? Like, like what, what do you, what, what's your secrets? We're, we're, we're like houses and stuff. Yeah. Oh yo, Just, yo, get them joints, throw some tenants in there and, just, and keep on moving and do it to like three, four more of them joints. Word. I'm trying to actually get an apartment building as we speak. Are you mostly in New York or are you out of state? Out of town. Atlanta. Where? Atlanta, down South, working on South Carolina, everywhere. Are you like That's jumping in, then it's good to jump in while they while they building the actual places. You know what I mean? The actual sites. You get it in now, and then your you know your resale if you plan on selling is, is up high. Especially now, so, the interest rate is low, and it's a bunch of things going on, man. So you want to so you want to buy in while they're building? Yeah, if you could, if you see tenants. the vision in that place, absolutely. You want to flip or you want to have tenants? I want right now tenants. Right now tenants. If can I you keep say that for a long time, you know, until unless you get offered something incredible. If you bought in at like, say you got the place for 180, but it's now like 600, you your equity, you all the way up. You can sell and then do another spot. Can you say how many tenants you have right now? I got, I got four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wow, why? <laughs> What's wrong with no. that? What's wrong with that? I had to look around for the IRS. <laughs> 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 so you're gonna have the Picasso soon, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's that's the plan, man. Because yeah. once you get apartment buildings and you have like 20, 30 tenants, yo, yo, I'm trying to get yo this this. So this one place holds like eight units, but you know now you got a what's the name? You have to uh, it's a lot to be a landlord, and um, some of this you got to subsidize rents. Three of the apartments got to be quality controlled, and you know you can't charge the same thing. It's a lot to it. It ain't just jumping in. Yeah. Is is it is it mostly I mean, I don't say fun because it's business, but is it mostly cool or is it like this is a pain in the ass? It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Are you <laughs> doing most of the work or you have like a manager who's helping you? I got yeah, I got I got management. I definitely have management. They'll find new tenants for you and everything. But it's a pain in the ass. Yep. <laughs> Can't get yo, I'm dead serious, bro. Word, like what now? You know when your phone ring is like what now? Uh-huh. Uh, all uh, problems all the time, all the time, all the time. It, it may not be major problems, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. You got to deal with everybody else's problems. My heater, my water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As you go. Yeah. Yep. If people are late with rent, are you understanding? Are you like, nah, y'all got to go during this time right now? I've been understanding. Usually I'm like, yo dude, like I, I, I need it. You know what I mean? I need my money. But right now I've been understanding. hundred percent understanding. You have to be. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corona's made life totally Incredible. different for Shocking everybody. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Ever hard. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Are y'all like together even in Corona to where like, you know, we see each other so much, our kids and our wives still hang out because we're always just now, we see in each a other a whole together. Lot. A whole lot. Even through Corona? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, quarantine a little bit, but for the most part, yeah. Corona ain't stopping none, bro. <laughs> so, Black so seed new, oil, God. Record. Black seed oil, the man. Get you some black seed oil, bro. Be all right. <laughs> wait, you, you, wait, you, but you believe in it, right? I believe in what? That Corona's real. Yeah, I believe Corona's real. People died. Fuck okay. you, man. Do I believe it's real? I, I believe hey, it's man. structured, though. I think it's a pandemic more than a pandemic. But, um, what yeah. do you mean? This is what, what do I mean? do know, though, scientifically, if you really want to study, if you want to feel good, bro. If it was an airborne virus, which it is not, we would all be dead. If it was an airborne virus, that mask would not help you at all. Like, not right. one bit. You would need a real official mask. And, um, right. Yeah, some people will get it, but if you keep your immune system up and you don't have a pre existing condition, then you should, um, you should be all right. And also, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your life, but if you don't get enough germs in and around you at some point, your weak system, your immune system will weaken anyway. So true, that's why true, they tell true. when your kids play in the dirt and, and do all of that shit. So, you know, to each his own, true, though, you got to play how you, you got to play how it feels safe for you and yours and your family. Like, you know what I mean? But, you know, I still got my mask and all that shit, but. It is what it is. I'm, I'm not, I don't see too many black people who are like, yo, I'm not wearing a mask. Black people seem to be like, yeah, 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 we need to mask yeah. up. Yeah, right? no, that's true. Yeah, it is. I'm cool with it. Word. Because I see enough white people they in the store. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, why shit. not? We'll put that yeah. shit on, man. I was looking at all um, the I mean, it should be a courteous thing, anything. Like, yeah, I wear it around other people out of respect. Yeah. <laughs> Karen's going that? wild is crazy. Karen's Yo, going wild. Karen's twenty twenty is. Yo, so dog, crazy. I watch you oh every set. I watch it every Saturday or Sunday yeah. for a week round off to like the, just to have a good laugh, man. Yo, just they be hilarious. That's their entitlement, though. Yo, that I, privilege. Yeah, like, you know they what I mean. I wear a mask God, every. Yeah, I see. The, I wear the mask around people just out of out of courtesy and respect, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Just out of that. Nah, I, I had to stop. I had to stop following that Karen's going wild because it was too much. <laughs> it was very stressful though. seeing every damn store interaction. She telling off a Mexican, yeah, she yeah. telling off a black mm-hmm. man. He's frigging refusing to wear a mask. It was too yeah. much. Yeah. I just got put up on it. So I was looking at it the other night like, oh, shit, these people are bugged out. Bugged or- out. I mean, it's funny. The first hundred videos are funny. And then I was like, yo, this is stressing me Yeah, out. I know. I know. I know. What but it, it shows you a mindset, though. It shows you a whole mind state out there that's crazy. For real, bro. For real. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe there's so many people. So the new album yeah. is off Living experience. Off Experience. Yeah, sure. And I want to he- I want to hear from each of you some of the experiences that you are living off of at this time that's really informing and fueling the rhymes and the music you're making, like Kiss. Like what? What are some of the experiences that are really shaping you at this stage of your life as a musician? 
Um, just dealing with my mom, my parents, you know, my mom was dealing with some health issues with my mother. Um, I had a daughter outside of my home, you know what I mean? So I get my family back in order, and, you know what I mean? The trust of my wife during making the Locks album. Um, you know what I mean? Being by my brother's side while he lost his mother. And by my brother's side while he lost his daughter. Yeah. Um, it's something that affect all of us. And uh, some other shit, but those was mostly the grunt of the experiences that got, I would say, me through. I'm sure for them too. Absolutely. Also. I mean, that's a, lo- Everything that's said. a lot of personal yeah. stuff that you're like carrying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Real life, real shit though. Not no made up. This is, that's why, you know what I mean? There's, it all comes full circle because it's all real life. It's not no, it's not no shit that we sort of thought up, sat down and said, let's talk about this. This is shit that we really, really, really went through and affected us. No, nah, and that's and, 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 that's, and that's like grown man hip hop. Right. Like I'm not talking about chasing girls and going right. to the club and smoking law. I'm talking about like my girl, my Situations. mom. Yeah, this and. Like yeah. death, mm-hmm. like you know, oh, trust man. issue. I mean, like that's that's real. Absolutely. real I mean, and I mean, I could say many of the same things. My dad, right. my wife, this and that. I mean, like oh, no. shit happens. As you get yeah, older, that's what takes place. Yeah. What about you, Sheik? What same are some thing. of the real experiences? I, I want to say same thing. Kiss yeah. just said, far as like our families and all that, man. Um, you know, I can't rap about standing outside uh, with my homies no more because I barely hang out like that. You know what I mean? So what you're hearing is what what's really going on with me. I mean, we can relate to it so much when it's real yep. stuff that, like, I'm going through the same thing. Styles, what about you? What are some of the experiences that are shaping you now? Every day, my brother, what he just told you, man. Every, every, every day, I got too many experiences to tell you what shaped me and to have the conversation with you on, on here, really, though, to be honest. Just pretty much everyday life, man. Losing a child, you know, and being with my brother, with him losing his mom. Um, surviving through Corona as a businessman, mm. um, right. trying to trying to inform my my son and all all our younger families in the community. You know, um, trying to inform them and figure out how to react to this all this racism at the same time Word. while trying to live regular life, man. So it's mm. um, pretty much real life every day molds me, brother. And in my experiences, just just waking up. Making sure getting that prayer in and um say keep the day pushing from there. Like you know Absolutely. what I mean? And trying to stay mature and stay peaceful and help my people out. So every day is a growing a learning experience for me. Absolutely. Yeah, Sheik, talk about um, you know, the, where the racism fits in there. Where does the George Floyd and the Maude Arbery and the Breonna Taylor that's affecting all of us? Absolutely. Where is that I, first you? off, I think it's sad. I think it's sad where we're at. You know, where, where, where this corona is forcing us to be, where the, we just finished talking about behind about the entitlement of all this Karen stuff and all that. It's like some people just ain't ready for change, man. You know, and, it, and it's crazy. It's just crazy. You really That's see sad. it. Now. And I love, I was telling, um, we was talking before, I love that, like, when something happens to one black man right now, it seems like it's, very, it's as important as, like, it just happened to Martin Luther King. Everybody's coming together, like, you know what I mean? No matter who got shot or whatever, they form in Voltron. 
For us, I say the main thing is we have kids. We have kids. Um, my son is twenty three. Style son is twenty two. Yeah, she got a seventeen year old and a twenty something year old. Yeah. It's about letting them know how to try to conduct themselves yes. in the mannerism where they make it back home when they go to these parties or they go right. to they're out with their friends riding on a dirt bike or whatever. You gotta you scared for their life. So nice. it's about cool. trying to get it through to them to comply, to try to not be a teenager or a young 20-year-old where you're going to do some crazy and wild shit. But nowadays, you want them to limit that to the Work. most they can limit it so they can make it back home to see, to make it back home Absolutely, to the family. bro. Give them no talk I mean? so as much as possible. That, that's one of the main things is what making you- sure the kids understand what's really going out on out here. I mean, I remember getting the talk about here's how you deal with the police so you make it mm-hmm. home. What do you tell your kids about that? I, I tell them, oh, man, oh, definitely pull, like, don't. Put, pull over, put the keys on top of the wheel, Everything. put your hands outside the window. Yep. Roll yep. down the window. Everything, even with that, all the shit they told us on steroids. On steroids, bro. Word. And then, and then if your friends are in the car, don't yo, don't try to be cool for them. Do what yeah, the man word. says. Do so you can come back and tell me what happened, man. Yeah, facts. Yo, that's a big thing right there. Don't be cool for ah, your friends in the car. Please don't. Because yeah. I could see where somebody might feel like, yo, my dad is a badass yeah. rapper. I'm not giving in to you. Well, you don't want to be soft for your homies. And it goes all wrong. Yeah, man. What? Because if my dad was a rapper, I would feel like I got more that I got to live up to and show you. Nah, like, I'm I, no, we did, we, did a, we did a great job with raising our boys. We have kids, kids son, college graduate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, my, my son, very well-spoken, very highly intelligent young man, so as well as Lucha's son. Our, our kids don't feel like they have to emulate us as rappers at all. Like our Please. kids are pretty much our kids. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? My son definitely ain't doing that. And I think that's where we did a great job. You know, we ain't, got no, we ain't got no wannabe hoodlum sons. So yeah. we, we cool with that. Do you, do, do any of your sons want to rap? Yeah, no, they, they yeah, all my, my, musicians. I, yeah. my son, do, your, do your sons want to rap? They yeah, do my rap. son make music. Styles' son makes music. He raps, produces. You know, they be in the studio. They, they, they do their thing. Not nothing we force so on gonna... them. They just do it out of the love they like to do it for, you know. Um, wow. Wow. So are you able to, like, give them advice? Like, you know, that was great. Try this. You know, you need to be in the studio every day to get better. Da, da, da. Like, we give, them, we give them all of the tools and the resources, but we got to let them be them because they're, you know, they're not us and they got their own ears and their own vision of, what kind of artist they want to be. We just let them know you got to be in the studio and you got to work hard and you got to learn the business. It's, you know, we're your dads and we're going to be here to protect you as far as that, but still on your own, you want to learn as much as you can learn. And I mean, learn how to work the studio. That's something they all know better than us. They can, as far as recording, they can actually work the board and record themselves mm-hmm. and, I mean, so they they inclined yeah. a little more than us. It's just about letting them do them and molding them and watching them while they do what they like to do instead of getting in their way. Styles, what's some of the advice that you pass on? 
Um, just more than advice, I just talk to my son a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I think the best advice sometimes you could give is letting your kid know that they could talk to you no matter what. Like, you know what I mean? So sometimes when it's over-advicey, he may not be feeling what I'm talking about or feeling the vibe. So I like to have an open line of communication with him yeah. to where if it's something he's not even wants to know that he could just feel as a young man because I want him to, just because I'm his father, he's 22, so I want him to be a young man coming into a man that knows how to speak for what he wants, what he wants to do. And um, that's beyond, that'll take him further in life than just feeling like he got to please his pops. And my son, he'll speak up for himself anyway. He tells me what he likes. He's going to do what he likes. He got his own personality where he ain't, you know, he's a good kid. He's going to listen to me when he knows some shit that's life. Like, you know, really life-threatening or account for life. But other than that, he's going to give me his own opinion. Like, you know what I mean? Which I respect more. Cause that's him being honest with me. Yeah. What about you, Sheik? My son, like, you know, he, um, my son likes basketball, man. He's 16. He plays for his high school and AAU and all that. And kind of like what Style said, I, I, you know, I keep an open relationship with him. But Joe, I try to tell him also sometimes too. I know we friends, but I ain't your friend, little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Don't come at me like that, yo, dog. Like, sometimes they forget that shit. Because like, yeah. you know, he's 6'4 and all that. Like he treats you, me and his mom, like we, yo, bro. Who the fuck is bro? A lot of people our age are trying to be friends with their kids instead of like that's your mom, nigga. That ain't your home girl. Fuck you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, that's sixteen, seventeen. That's that age too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that G checker age. Yo, bro is a popular (laughs) word. (laughs) Everything is bro. Um, I mean, look, one of the biggest parts of your career was signing to Puff and having the, and, and, and it pushed you up and then it created some problems. Looking back at the totality of that whole situation, do you regret signing to him? Do you wish you had gone somewhere else to begin with? Absolutely no. not. No way. Not at all. Not in the slightest. Yep. Puff is dope, man. Puff is dope. You learned a lot, you know what I'm saying, musically, his how he works, everything. You know what I'm saying? We had our little situation, but for the most part, that man's a genius, man, on, on his hustle. Like, people often ask that question, like, you supposed to do and go through shit in life. If you didn't, you, we wouldn't be the men who we are today. Like, right. say, maybe if we didn't sign the pub, maybe we wouldn't still be here today. Maybe we wouldn't have learned enough about business and, you know, um, work ethic and not sleep, and maybe we wouldn't have picked up certain points. Like, you know what I mean? So I think... Uh, the trials of the tribulations of the past make us the men we are today. So I wouldn't change anything. But you kiss. I mean, like nah. this, this is part of why you had a long break. Nah, that was legacy, man. I, I, I'm glad we signed up off when we, I'm actually glad we signed to him when we signed to him. Um, we learned a lot of stuff off him. He was able to sit there and soak up countless sessions with B.I.G. Um, we got so many things from being on Bad Boy besides just the Angie Martinez interview, all of the negative stuff for the Let the Locks Go campaign, um, which also helped us. But we, we learned a lot of shit being, on, being Bad Boy artists. And like P said, I think it, that's part of the reason why we still able to be here today because that whole experience fueled us to get on our A-game as artists and as businessmen early. What did you learn about MCing being around big? 
Um, being on a label with Big, you always got to be on your A game. So having him as a new label mate, having these two as group members, there's no time to take a day off or never, you know what I mean? You, it was, it was, it was samurai swords coming at your head at all times. So you always had to be on your toes, and that, that helped for the, the the longevity of the situation. And so I watched, I watched him like never go home. Like just always in there working on the track. That. So that was, you know, you picked that up. One thing I ask everybody who comes on the show, because y'all came from wherever you came from, and now you have money and you're comfortable. Um, what has money afforded you? What has it given you? Some, no, I can't say all the way peace, but somewhat. A little bit of stability. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly, man. Especially like with this Corona stuff, man, like you, you happy you saved a dollar too. You know? Money's good times. Yeah. Good times, and you know, you man. can set your kids up. You can set your kids up with, with yeah. everything, you know? But you can't never say money gave you something because we earned the money we got. Right. So money ain't giving me of shit. Course. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But I no, know what you, you mean. About, when you talk about peace and stability and, like, what you said, like, like yeah, like I can see it gives you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of next month. As many right. when you're growing up was like, money, what, what are we gonna do? What are we right, gonna do? Help me build this court right here in my neighborhood for the kids to play ball. Absolutely, I actually built this court right here. It's all right. Me and this count, the city councilwoman, Andrea Stewart, we paid for this basketball court right. Here. Right. So things right. like that, wow. things like yeah. things like that, is always beautiful to do in your neighborhood. You know what I mean? Besides, I mean, you any, gotta you gotta feel you gotta feel proud to see like, yo, I gave something that's really helping so many kids do what they want to do. Absolutely. That's dope. Good. Definitely. Um, it's a beautiful thing. thing. I mean, one other thing that I ask everybody who comes on the show, what is your superpower? What is the thing that you do better than other people that has allowed you to have the success that you've had in life? So Kiss, you go first. I don't know. Maybe I'm a people person. Yep. You know what I mean? I, mean, I got I got the I got a knack that make people, you know, I'm good with people. Good yeah. socializing. You agree, Luke? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, that's all of us as far as like when they anybody that leaves us say, Yo, I love them niggas. Like dog, like I just yo, that was Luke Gene. He was the same person that I met last week and that, like always the same people. No, a lot of times they they go they like yeah, yeah, way cooler than I thought y'all were. Right, right. Like yeah. They might take the mixed conception off of a video clip or a picture or something, and then after actually meeting us and chilling with us and having a drink or whatever, Solid dudes. people be like, damn, you guys, yeah, man. you guys are cool, man. So, you know. well, so Sheik, what's yours? That's super basically power? that, like far as being approachable, far as like um, uh, uh, dealing with business and all that. Look at my brother. He outside on his block right now in the hood. These other motherfuckers can't do that. They, I swear they can't trust me. Or they're going to have a million people with them. You know what I mean? Like, we're approachable. And that's always been our thing. When we say no security, we mean that. You ain't going to try us anyway. But, you know what I mean? It is what it is. All right. Facts. Styles, what about you? What's your superpower? I'm immutable. Like, my brothers, I think we're mutable. I think that was it. I think all three of us are mutable. We, 
any group of people you put me in, I'm going to fit in, and but I'm going to get to work, though. Like, you know what I mean? And I think work ethic. I think I'm, yeah. I'm, I have good work ethic and good work job, and I'm always willing to work, and no matter what the situation is. So. Absolutely. I know it's hard. I want to talk about your MC styles, but I know it's hard to talk about yourself sometimes. So I want to hear each of, like, each of you describe the other one MC style, right? Because you know each other best. So, Sheik, if you were going to describe Kiss's style, I'd say all of them. What would you say? Kiss is like, Kiss is like, Kiss is like, like the, yeah. the, he got like all the joints in him as one. Like, like you know what I'm saying? He can talk to the, the chicks, uh, comedy in his flow, like, you know what I mean? Um, um, hardcore shit. You know what I mean? He got like all that in, in the one. Million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Word. And then, and then Styles, you know, you getting that, you getting that, that some knowledge. And that grimy, that knowledge and that grimy, like you know what I'm saying? He gonna, he gonna, he gonna, you gonna get like some, some black power, some I'll kill you, but some, some like you know what I mean? Like all of all that right there with both with him. Word. And kiss. What about talk, talk about them? And he's Lucha's gonna get, Lucha's gonna give you that energy, with that wittiness, with that. He's he's gonna he's like our red man, our ghost face. Our Billy dance, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, mixed in one. He gonna give you that aggression, but it's gonna be some slick talk in there with some some jewels and some money talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he got the ability to go for the chicks. For you want to yeah, talk ladies. about America? Yeah, the ladies. Cool the ladies. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got. You know what I mean? Right. So also, he's like a, a aggressive chameleon, silverback. And and what about Styles? Styles um, gonna give you jewels. You can't talk about yourself, baby. He gonna give you backpack. He <laughs> gonna give you a gangster. He gonna give you a backpack that got the forty-eight laws of power in it, and it got yeah. a nine in it with some fruit in it. <laughs> with some fruit you know in it. I mean, he can flip on. He go gangster. <laughs> nah, right or wrong. Right, hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. backpacks, backpack right. got a mean book in it. Yeah. A meat, some meat fruit. And a nine and some fruit. And a right. nine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty gotta get out of hey. uh, That was a funny one. That was funny. Um for for me, I, I just feel um loot, electric energy, yeah. wittiness, big but um controlled. Like you know, he has a very big presence, but it comes off very slick, very controlled, but very electrifying, very energetic. As Kid said, very witty. It's sarcasm too. He has yeah. a lot of, like, it's like a lot of sarcasm. And shit, shit. You, you, you don't know this shit. No, yeah. Yeah. You, go, oh, so you gotta be witty enough. To, you gotta be witty <laughs> enough to catch it. And, and, um, Kiss is more like a, his style is like a. a it's like in, it's right in your face. Like you know what I'm saying. It's like he's dribbling the ball in your face and then you reach for it, but you can't grab it. He's like all over the place, but it's slick. And you can get it. And then you, you can get, understand it easily, but you don't understand while it was slick, how slick mm -hmm. it was for how easy you right, understood right, it. Right. Like, so it's right. very complex. He says something very complex, but in a very understandable way. You know what I mean? They both very well-rounded on all aspects of um, using the angles. So it's pretty dope. Just one one last thing coming to the end, Sheik. When you wrote the line, 
I'm simply trying to cop those colossal sized Picassos. Were you like immediately like, yo, because that line just sticks in there like glue, like it. It's it's nah. so crazy. It's just just the sound of it and the vision of it and like just <laughs> nah. That shit just rhymed to me. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's this rap like yo. I think I was trying to say I just want to get rich, but sometimes because of this rap to me, it's just, I just did that. So, right I mean, if you had this is part of what I love about real rappers. If you had a rap dictionary. It would not. It, it would a rhyming dictionary. It would not say Picasso's yeah, yeah, and those. Yeah, yeah. Like it would. <laughs> you gotta you make would, it fit. You know, like a you rapper. Make it fit. Like a, yeah, it's a rapper to think of that. Like if I say those and break the line and come back, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that's funny. It was oh, see, that's ill. I never line. thought of it like that's crazy. Thanks so much to The Locks for a great interview, and thanks to you for listening. And thanks to our super producers, Britt, Marcus Harkis, Noel, Sam Montes, Jason Reynolds, Gerville Calais, Michelle, Brenda Cox, Kathy F., and Dr. Kina Murphy. Torre Show gives you fuel to power your dreams because you can use your dreams like a rocket ship to blast you into a life you never imagined. You can make your dreams a reality, and this show could help. You can find me on Twitter at Torre and on Instagram at Torre Show and on Patreon at patreon.com slash Torre Show. Torre Show is written by me, Torre, and produced by Jackie Garifano. Our editor is Ryan Woodhall. Our photographers are Chuck Marcus and Chanta Covington. Our booker is Claudia Jean. And we're distributed by DCP Entertainment. And we will be back on Friday and on Wednesday with more amazing guests because the man can't shut us down. We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick, let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. My family uses DoorDash all the time because it connects us to our favorite restaurants without us having to drive. Last night, we got some Indian food for my wife, some gumbo for me, and sushi for the kids. And everyone was happy, and we didn't have to do the dishes. The process of ordering was quick and easy, and I love DoorDash for real. So I was so happy to do this for them because I'm a customer, because I know DoorDash is your door to more. Must be over 21 to order alcohol. Alcohol available only in select markets. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered.